Welcome everybody to the AJ Osborne Show, where we focus on our core tenets, impact, freedom, and progress. Join me and others as we grow through education and discussion. I'm doing well, AJ. I'm pumped to be here, man. I'm really excited to talk to you. It's an honor to be on your show. Yeah, certainly. So yeah, my name is Paul Wakeham. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Town Square, spelled T-W-N-S-Q-R. As tech companies go, you know, we we delete the vowels out to look cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I got my start in real estate back in the uh, end, middle-ish end of 2016. I graduated from college and started what has become one of the largest real estate photography companies uh, on the East Coast. And my wife now runs that business but uh, I've had an interest in real estate ever since my, everybody says they read rich dad, poor dad. So I'm going to use that as an example. Yep. Back in like eighth grade, my rich dad um, introduced me to the world of real estate investing. And I've had uh, insatiable interest for it since then. So whenever I started my real estate photography company, and we were working with the highest quality real estate agents and real estate investors, in the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania market, where I'm originally from, I, I had to dive really deep into the world of data and algorithms and, and technology in the real estate space. And uh, yeah, that's where that's how I got to the point where we're at today with creating a prop tech startup, uh, specifically for real estate investors to sell their real estate deals more efficiently to their buyers and to other people's buyers. Yeah. So my experience in business in general, whether it's the photography company or the technology or even my real estate investments, it's always been like, if I wanted to learn about self-storage, I would come to you and I would partner. I would go get a self-storage deal close to closing or close to under contract. And then I would come to you as an expert and say, Hey, I'm willing to give up whatever I possibly can just so that I can work with an expert. So my team and I, my co-founder and I, and the other people on our team, the way that we think about our technology is really helping real estate investors connect. You know, there's sites like Bigger Pockets, which are good social networks for real estate investors, but there aren't any platforms that help real estate investors connect on a deal by deal basis. And that's the only way that I've ever been able to get a deal done. I've done everything from ground up construction to buying houses for a dollar and then turning around and selling them a couple of days later. Um, some weird stuff for sure, but I've only ever had success connecting with and partnering with more successful investors. So 
and really using their assets to my advantage and then paying them for it. So that's what Town Square allows real estate investors to do. It's a marketplace for anybody to post properties that they have for sale. Usually most of them are off-market properties. Post the properties they have for sale, and then you can send those properties out to your contacts, buyers that are on your buyer's list or um, in your network that you usually send your properties to sell to. Um, and then you can do what we call sharing of your post. So if I had a, I don't know, 30 unit self-storage deal, I would post it on Town Square and then I would find you as another user that I could share my post with. And maybe I have no idea who you are, but I can share my post with you. You can vet me, vet the deal, vet any contracts, um, any proof of funds or anything that is related to the deal. And then you can determine if you want to work with me on that deal. So it's allowing real estate investors, like I said, to connect on a deal by deal or property by property basis, whereas things like bigger pockets are just everybody connect and talk about real estate. So that's what we're building is like really a network based on a marketplace. Thank you. Yeah. And like I said, it's the only way that I've ever had success. One of the, the biggest projects I was ever a part of was a new construction project where I got the deal, I got the land, I got the contractors and all of the stuff laid out. But then I didn't have a person that had done new construction on my team. I didn't have a person that had raised money to fund the $1.3 million equity that we needed to have before we could go get a loan for the construction from the bank. So I went out and found a partner, an older gentleman that's a great contact of mine. And yeah, it was a team effort. You know, I was definitely not running a new construction project <laughs> by yeah. myself. And even on yeah. the, I, I, like I said, I bought a property and sold it pretty quickly for a dollar. Um, I couldn't have done that. I, I don't have a, a law degree. So I went out and I built a team of attorneys that helped me do all of the stuff that was needed to have this home run deal. So yeah, I we're, we're trying to create tech that helps people connect better with 
other other operators in the industry and the highest quality buyer or the highest quality investor to purchase the property. You know, I, I want to make the connection between investors that have buyers that are interested in specific types of properties. But then I also want to help an investor that has a high quality buyer in their network connect better with that buyer and offer a better experience to that buyer. And I, I think that approaching it from this connection first standpoint is uh, is going to lead us to success. Yeah. So real quick, I definitely have to touch on yeah. one point that you said, um, you know, like I, I got my start in real estate investing, going to my local RIA and becoming friends with the guy that ran my local RIA. And there, the, the relationship with him kind of stopped until I had a deal. So yes. I like, you know, what we're building at town square is relationships based around deals. So that way operators that are actually active in real estate investing are working with other operators that are actually active in the industry. Otherwise, you know, there might be some time wasted like that, that guy yes. may have wasted some time with me if I didn't have a deal. <laughs> yes. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I think so too. I hope that it all works out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we, my co-founder and I, our CTO, I'm the CEO, like I said, um, we started in the middle of 2019, really the end of 2019, right before COVID. And at the time I had taught myself how to code because I was learning all about the data that was available in our industry. Um, and I taught myself how to code so that I could build a very, very, very rudimentary algorithm to predict who was going to sell their house next. Um, and I, I, I'm happy to say that I did it. Uh, that deal that I keep mentioning that I bought for a dollar came from that very rudimentary algorithm that I built. Um, but then I met my co-founder and we really built an awesome algorithm in the Allegheny County market around Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, and then COVID hit. <laughs> yep. And all of the data that we were using to make those predictions, no matter how great it was, we, we had Carnegie Mellon University 
uh, who's in Allegheny County. They were working on structuring all of the county level data. So we were able to run machine learning and algorithms on that data really, really well. We were super fortunate that we had one of the best uh, data tech schools in the entire world in our backyard doing that yeah. data structuring for us. Um, but that couldn't stop COVID. COVID ruined all of the data. Um, yep. We then transitioned, pivoted pretty hard in, into the world of helping retail sellers connect with retail agents. Um, it was super difficult because people have good agents in their pocket already. Um, and then we pivoted back into the real estate investing space about a year ago. Um, the platform, as we've discussed it so far, has been out in the wild. Our MVP, minimum viable product, has been out in the wild since the middle of July. And we're in the middle okay. of making some giant updates to it right now. It went well. We're we're getting a lot of feedback. You know, I have some, thankfully, some really really good advisors that have taken companies public and have sold companies for hundreds of millions of dollars. And I have to talk to them sometimes and get the reminder that hey, you've put out your MVP. Like people are going to complain, and that's what we want to hear. We want to hear people say this is great, but this really yes. sucks. So that version one point five is a lot better than version one point four. So it's gone well. Yeah, yeah. So we had, um, since the beginning, middle of July, we've had about 850 people sign up for our platform, which is awesome. Um, we have about uh, a couple hundred people that are paying for it, which is, again, totally awesome. I'm super yeah. grateful for the people that are paying for the platform, especially if it's the MVP. Um, yeah. And yeah, the, the updates that we're working on right now really um, because we're a marketplace and because we want people to form those meaningful connections on the platform, the big changes that we're making really point towards this ideal world where only good deals will land on Town Square. So we're adding a lot to the legitimization and standardization and hmm. professionalism uh, to the platform so that if somebody's bringing you a deal, you can see that it's a good deal. And your buyer, if they're receiving a deal from you and they look at the page on Town Square, they can see that it's a good deal. And then ideally, they can hand it to their lender and their lender can lend directly from that page. So legitimization is the way that I like to put it in professionalism yeah. is what we're really pushing for. Yeah, it certainly has been. We, we started with hard money lenders. Uh, because we're primarily dealing in the small multifamily, single family space. We're not dealing in the, you know, we're dealing in the world that hard money lenders usually lend in. Mm -hmm. So I've made a lot of connections with hard money lenders and went to them and said, you know, what do you need to see from a buyer? And what do you need to see from the deal the buyer's bringing to you to lend on this property? 
And then I have this list of like 50 to 60 things that the largest hard money lenders in the world to the smallest mom and pop guys have said, we need to see these things to underwrite the deal. And then we're building features on top of the town square post that incentivize the seller of that property, the poster of that property um, to fill out all of that information so that even if it is a bad deal, it's very clear that it's a bad deal because there's enough information there. It's not an incomplete bad deal. It's a complete bad deal. Yeah. So thankfully, thankfully, the key feature that we designed that we call post sharing, um, that is the main thing that people are using the platform for. And what that means is that example that I gave before, if I had a 20 unit um, self storage facility, I would bring it to town square, I can post it to the marketplace and just let it sit, I can then send it to my buyers if I have a list of buyers or a list of contacts that I think might purchase it. But then I can also do what we call share the post with an authority on the platform like yourself in this example. And I can say, hey, check out this deal. Here's all the information. Again, that like post quality score would come up to you and you'd see here, this is a good deal. This is a bad deal. And then you say, yeah, sure. I'll share this with my contacts that I think would want to purchase this. And then you can share that post directly from the platform to your contacts. And if one of your contacts comes back and says, hey, AJ, I'm interested in this deal, then you and I sign a joint venture right on the platform. We have signing technology built in, sign that joint venture right on the platform. And then whatever the terms of that joint venture are, you get your slice of the deal um, for bringing the buyer. Again, sharing in the resources that you bring to the table versus I bring to the table. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So 149 a month, um, or 1180 a year. And that gets you full access to everything on the platform, all the post sharing, everything. And like I said, post sharing is the the main thing that people are using it for and yeah. creating those joint ventures. So yeah, that's a uh, 149 a month. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We have about it- 650, 675 posts every month. So it's exciting. Wow. Yeah, so I'm glad that you asked because it's always it's always nice to talk about the the, the pain points because it makes for good conversation. <laughs> um, what we're seeing is that a lot of people unfortunately go off the platform. In other words, in that case where I share a deal with you, you would just call me and say, "Hey, I think I have a buyer for this. Like, let's go Got talk. It. Send me a text message. Send me an email." So right now we're tracking the connections, and over a hundred connections are forming every month. But we're having a hard time tracking the actual closing of the transaction yes. as it happens to initiate on Town Square.
Yeah. So we're, we have a couple different ideas. Uh, this is great, AJ. I'm so happy we're talking about this. <laughs> um, a couple different ideas. First is we're in this idea of trust that you can trust that I have a good deal. You can see that I have the complete information. You can see that this is completely a bad deal or completely a good deal because I've brought you enough information. Much like the deal, we're going to provide you with information about me so that I have a reputation to maintain on the platform. So we're incentivizing users to stay on the platform so that they can do more deals. In other words, if we go off the platform, then uh, maybe there's not a review left for me, or I don't have yeah. the statistics on my platform that show that I have completed three deals or a deal this month. So Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you mentioned Upwork. I mean, I hire people from Upwork all the time. Some of my Me very, too. very best employees are Upwork finds. And yeah. I only found them through Upwork because Upwork added that, you know, they have made $200,000 plus on yes. Upwork. And like, that, that changes everything for me. If you're somebody yeah. that has a lot of accolades just typed out in your profile, well, you're definitely not as good as the guy that has maybe less accolades in his profile, but five-star ratings and has made over $300,000 yeah. on Upwork. So Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, it's network effects that we're, we're trying yes. to take advantage of. And I think you said social effects uh, or social proof that we're trying to take advantage of. And yeah. it's definitely uh, not the easiest thing to do, but it's, uh, yeah. I think that's the, the main way that we'll get people to stay on the platform. And like I said, we launched the MVP in July and these things that push towards trust of the deal and trust of the users on the platform, those are all coming out before the end of the year, which I'm super excited about. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, but then the other stuff that we're we're pushing for to keep people on the platform or at least track connections is I'm forming some awesome partnerships with hard money lenders so that we can say, hey, this deal, it has enough information and it's been pre-underwritten by a hard money lender. Not only can you send this to your buyers, but your buyers can also just say, okay, I need 10% down for purchase and rehab financing. And it's going to be three points wow, this is great. I'm definitely going to buy this. And then go through the network of hard money lenders that we have to see 
who uh, who closes the transactions on each property and see if it is somebody that we brought to them. So those like tertiary parties is what I call them is uh, another yeah. way that we'll track if the transactions are tr happening on the platform. On there. Uh, so we have had a uh, 89 unit complex oh. on the platform um, oh. just yesterday, or maybe it was last week. Yeah, today's Monday. Been working a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think it was last week we had a uh, 25 unit apartment complex with a 35 unit attached self storage uh, facility come on the oh. platform, and lots and lots of people connect and then yes. go away from the platform. Yes. So yeah, wow. there's lots of big deals that have come on. Um, and like I said, we have over 650 properties being posted every month and over 150 connections happening. So I, uh, I like that volume, but it's definitely not good enough yet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it's funny that you bring those uh, barriers to entry up because, you know, it's something that we're we're really trying to 
maintain a low barrier to entry, but then a high quality of user and a high quality of property on the platform with those different things that we just yes. discussed. Um, in our sector of the real estate industry, there's a couple different companies that we compete with and that do something similar to us. And we're only $149 a month. I want people to have that low barrier to entry so that they can come on and prove that they are uh, worthy of joint venturing with yes. our competitors in some cases are extremely expensive. And it, to me, it's like, okay, why are you charging so much money for somebody who has 20 deals a month and sells those 20 deals a month to their 40,000 buyers? Like, I mean, people sign up for our competitors, there's no doubt about it. But to your point about Fundrise, it's like, these guys already have it, like they already have it taken care of. Like, I'm not sure where the value is, the true value is in charging a lot for a system for guys that already have great businesses. Um, so yeah, interesting point for sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's for sure. I, I'm I'm only 29, so I, I can't really speak too much to getting old. <laughs> I I know that I'm definitely young, but I I definitely work a lot more than I was ever expecting. Uh, but it's great. I mean, running a startup is great. At the end of the day, I I love being yeah. uh, in control of everything that I'm doing. Um, to a certain extent, you know, I always have investors yeah. and a board. Um, yeah. but uh, it's been it's been interesting. Whenever we first started. Um, it was kind of in the craziness around COVID and there was so much money available and, you know, things have definitely dried up a lot now. I'm sure you know that. Um, but whenever we started, our advisors said, Hey, the money raising environment is so frothy right now. You should just go out with this idea and just see who will bite. And thankfully, I have some amazing connections with the VC community as a result of just seeing who would bite on this concept. We decided that we would raise from family and friends and a family office on the on the East Coast um, instead of raising under traditional VC terms that just weren't favorable enough for us. Yeah. Um, but it's been it's been wild navigating like okay when do we raise when do we pitch who do we pitch who do we go back to um, do we have enough results do we have product market fit but these guys they they're doing so little and they raised three million dollars so it's it's a brand new world that I wasn't expecting back in 2019 but I'm excited to be in it that's for sure. Yeah.
Yeah. So first, a couple of quick comments that I just have to agree with um, the the compression of the market and the like pressure cooker that we have put ourselves in with running a startup <laughs> going into 2023. I think that we'll be better for it because yeah. people are people are looking for high quality people to partner with and they're looking for high quality deals. And I think that because we're positioning ourselves as high quality people, high quality connections, high quality deals, I think that we will be able to succeed for that reason, because we're in the pressure cooker. And we're not just saying, come to yes. town square where there's, you know, 8,000 deals, you know, earlier in 2022, we had 1800 properties being posted a month. In one month, we had over 3000 properties posted. And we had, we said, hold on, hold on, hold on. The whole platform can't be filled with deals that no one's going to purchase. Um, So I think that we're in a beneficial spot as hard as it might be to be in this pressure cooker of quality has to be number one. Professionalism and legitimization of off-market properties has to be number one. So I'm... It's interesting, but I'm fortunate. Yeah. I think we'll be fortunate for it. Um, and then specifically what we're seeing on the platform is surprisingly tying these two concepts together, just that people are looking for high quality people to work with and high quality properties to look at. I think that, you know, I was at a conference this past week and a couple of the themes that I heard that I'm seeing on the platform, but I heard in face-to-face interactions is that there are people that are bringing all of these properties to market, wholesalers, real estate investors, whoever, they're bringing all these properties to market because there are sellers that are in serious distress because the only equity that they have is locked up in their property. They need to sell their property to pay for their other needs, their groceries, their car payments, whatever it might be, so they can go rent a place and you know have some cash to cover expenses like medical bills or whatever it might be. So there's lots of properties coming on market that are uh, attributable to people being in financial distress. But what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing is that there needs to be a clear indication of whether or not, even though that property is a person that's in distress that needs to sell quickly, they need to be a high quality deal first and foremost. So I'm seeing that people are saying, I'm interested. I know it's a good time to sell, but I also need to see that it's a good quality person that I'm partnering with and a good quality property that I'm purchasing. Um, so yeah, that's fortunately, that's the direction we're going in. And I'm happy that we're, we're moving in that direction along with the market.
Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was having this conversation. Like I said, I just got back from a conference this week. Uh, I was having this conversation with a younger guy that was just getting into real estate and he was all hyped up about being at this conference and talking about real estate. And, you know, I've done 30, 35, 40 ish deals, depending on how you cut the real estate agent transactions that I've done or the transactions I've done as a real estate agent. And, you know, I said, caveat, I haven't done hundreds of deals, but one way to think about this market that we're going into is if you're looking at a single family property, let's say, and you look at it as an Airbnb, you know, you know that you're going to make like six, seven, eight thousand dollars a month as a as an Airbnb, but you're probably not going to make two, three, four thousand dollars as a single family rental. So whenever you look at deals, whenever you think about the market, Make sure that everything that you think about is with that first principle in mind that I want to be able to do this as a long-term single-family rental, not just a short-term Airbnb rental that I know is going to cash flow to the moon. So yes. I gave the analogy of, you know, think about can all the properties that I'm looking at actually cash flow as a long-term rental where somebody's paying $2,500 a month, even though I know in the perfect market, somebody will pay $4,000 a month as an Airbnb. Look at everything with that, you know, glass half empty. Yes. If I had to, can I rent this for 18 months to a blue collar person uh, at market rent? And if you can't, then don't buy it because the market's going to change. And if it isn't a soft landing, then all of the deals, all of the things that you've set yourself up for that are going to be like the Airbnbs that you're banking on them uh, being $4,000 a month in revenue, none of them are going to work and you're going to find yourself in a really difficult position.
Thank you. Yeah. Um, you can find our platform and sign up for a 30-day free trial at twnsqr.com. You can find Town Square across social media. And then if you any, if anyone wants to reach out to me directly, you can just send me an email at paul at twnsqr.com. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Honestly, AJ, it's been it's been an honor to be here. I've followed your story and all the ups and downs and what you've prevailed through. Uh, and I, it's inspiring to me. And it's honestly an honor to be on the show with you. So thanks for having me. Thank thanks you. for letting me talk about Town Square and for the great conversation. I appreciate it, man. Talk soon. Bye. All right. Dude, exciting stuff. Thank you. Thank you very much. I, I really, I hope that you think so. I, I, I hope that everything went well. Uh, this is definitely the biggest show that I've been on for sure. I've done yeah. a couple of podcasts, but your show is pretty awesome and pretty massive. So I, I'm excited to be here and talking Thanks. to you. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, my, my big goal for the whole thing is on the back end, the value is like most things in the data. Um, yeah. So our front end product is the marketplace and the email technology and all the things that are built on top of the marketplace, um, like the ability to find and connect with high quality individuals with high quality deals. Um, but the data on the back end is really where I'm hoping to hopefully one day make my my fortune. <laughs> yeah. um, I think that because there's no centralized place for off-market properties, especially high quality off-market properties, um, I think that my gamble is that by providing value to the people that control off-market properties, then somebody else is going to come in and say, hey, I want access to all of those. I'll acquire Town Square. So yeah, yeah that's what we're trying to build. That's what we're trying to do. Um, the world of startups, like I said, is wild. <laughs> it's 
Uh, I think that whenever it comes to, uh, for money raising time, I might come back and ask some questions of you. Um, I've gone to the VCs and talked to them in the past two years and have some great connections with the top prop tech VCs. But I know you guys have done a lot with your business and in buying the self storage. So if it's all right, I'd love to come back and run a couple ideas by you and see if you have any contacts. Honestly, if I if I'm talking selfishly, see if you have any contacts that are interested in yep. investing in a real estate yep. tech startup. Yeah, anything that I can do for you, any any help that I can be to your business? I'm glad you think so. I'm, I've really wanted to hopefully have a good conversation and provide a lot of value because honestly, man, like your story and everything that you have been through is really inspiring for me because, you know, I'm very fortunate. I haven't really had any true hardships. And, you know, sometimes I get down on myself for saying, oh, I have to work so much, you know, this thing isn't working in the business or these investors aren't going to give us money. And like, you know, then I look at people like yourself and I'm like, oh my God, like, shut up, man. <laughs> this guy's killing it. He's been through so much. So honestly, you've had a big impact on me in my career. And I, I can't thank you enough. All right. Sounds good. If I'm ever in Boise, I'll be sure to let you know. Please do. Come by. I will. All righty. See ya. See you, man.